0: Hello. Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah. All right. All right. Before we introduce Julian, and I invite him. Let's just start off the podcast right now. Oh, here we go. Hey, Julian. How's it going?
2: Good, good, man. How you doing?
1: Pretty good. Stoked to have you on.
2: Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having
1: me. Hey, it's no problem. Uh, Julian, this is my buddy Avery. Yeah. what's up?
2: Hey, what's up, Avery? How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Good man, just trying to survive, you know.
1: Oh, Absolutely. All right, so this is Modern Lunches War. I am Max with JK Booking, and this is Avery, and we have Julian Cortez on uh, with Bo uh, from Bo Julian, how are you doing today, man?
2: I'm doing good, man. I uh, woke up a little bit late, but uh, me and my son went out. It's a beautiful day in Chicago, so we went out and got some food. Um, came back, gonna celebrate Mother's Day a little bit later today. That and uh, great. yeah, man. How's the it? uh, How car things in Chicago right today? now? I mean, it's uh, it's still a little weird um, doing this transition into like staying at home or not really. But um, yeah, I feel like people are are managing. Um, I, I drove through the city today, and there's a lot of people like out on the street. Which I mean, it's beautiful outside today, so I expect it. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's just weird it's to see now that like, like you know weird, it's nice everybody's a weird outside.
1: State, like given everything that has occurred, it's like getting uh, being put on like essentially a house arrest. Yep. Like in America, it just—it's like—it's a, a very strange transition having like to see people like standing six feet apart from each other. People like if you're walking down a sidewalk, they'll like do everything they can to avoid you. It's like it's a very weird thing that's going on right now.
2: Yeah, I was explaining, uh, I was trying to explain it to somebody, and I was yeah, thinking no. about, like, <laughs> it kind of feels like a post-apocalyptic yeah, movie, like, like everybody's movie wearing a map with, uh, and get close to each other. It's weird, man.
0: Yeah, don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, I had never <laughs> seen it, but that's what everybody
2: keeps
1: telling me. It's honestly a horrible movie, in my opinion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, I still want to check movie. it out because like, uh, I like getting freaked out by stuff that's happening. That in the something
0: world. happens, but I can see where Max is coming from.
1: Okay, but here's a really. Uh, this is a, aside from hardcore. This has to do more with for this, sure, for sure. Uh, kind of like it's more like a like a family related matter, like with holidays, like with this all going on. Like this is like the main holiday that I'm worried about getting canceled. is Halloween because I feel like that Julian, you being a father. Like, do you think, like, that people are going to want to, like, have their kids go out trick-or-treating, getting candy from other people?
2: Hello? Man, that one's going to suck. If, yeah, uh, if that, that does happen, it's going to be – yeah, I'm here. Yeah, um, it, it's going to be weird if that happens, and it's going to suck because me and my son love Halloween. It's, like, one of our favorite holidays. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I, part of me would want to be like, yo, like it's all good. It's Halloween. Everything's going to be fine. Then part of me is like, nah, man, like I got to keep, I got to keep it safe. You know? So it's going to be weird. And like, I don't get like a
1: bunch of trick or treaters each year. It's like kind of like, it's more or less like a more adult neighborhood who like, who don't have kids, but like, like I come from like park and like, Huntington Woods area, which is, like, thriving with, like, kids who, like, want to go trick-or-treating, and it's, like, it's kind of sad because it's, like, the, this is, like, a holiday that every kid looks forward to every year to dress up, go get candy, get cabbies, you know?
2: Yeah, man, it's the time they get to hang out with their friends yeah, and be the goofiest they like can be and, like, it's kind of getting stripped away from them, now.
1: like Kind of, like, experience, like, a, like, adulthood in a way, and it's it's very eye-opening, but it's also very sad. But it's like yeah. at the same time, but like we have to be safe and know our surroundings and know who we're getting in, in contact with
2: uh, dude, you should see like the way my son talks about this shit is uh it's weird, man. He sounds like a little adult. He's like, um, I got my mask, Dad, like make sure you stay at six feet from everybody, like, because we went and picked up some Chipotle today. And he was like, okay, well, we got to wait six feet over here. We can't touch the door. Like, Don't man, touch the door you, handle. Like, I'm like, dude, you sound like my, like, like
1: my dad. like my dad. This shit's going like, to change us forever. Exactly, man. Yeah, I was talking to Bazon, who's unfortunately not here. He's in, in New Jersey visiting some family. Oh, yeah um but he was i was saw him the other day and he was saying like that he he honestly believes that this is going to go on for the next two years like we're not going to be able to like see like be like in family groups like see our families in like big groups anymore for the next two two to three years
2: yeah i i i can see that happening man because uh I mean, I'm I'm 100% Mexican, so we're not going to give a fuck, and we're probably going to have a birthday party anyways, uh, but <laughs> we, uh, no, man, it's, it's so weird, because, like, one of our big things is getting together every weekend, going to my dad's house, and, like, just having a big barbecue, and I have, like, 40 cousins, man, so, we're, like, we'll all go over there, have some beers, like, d- eat some Mexican food and stuff like yeah, that, and now we it, can't do that, even bummer, if it's beautiful outside, and it's the like worst. That. Yeah, man, it's crazy. We like fill up the house, the backyard, and the driveway. It's insane.
1: Today was going to be the day of your show in Flint. Oh man, I know. I'm I'm
2: super bummed about that, man. Yeah, I I was like, um, we had talked about how crazy. Michigan was when we were back there. Yeah, was, um, uh, I forgot. January, I think it was 3rd, March I mean, or February, somewhere around there. Um, yeah, it was January. January. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, man, my time is crazy right now. Like, I can't, I can't even think about time right now. But, no, man, the, yeah, the response we got when we played out there, it was insane, man. It was, it was, it was so sick, like, just seeing everybody go off. Dude, and it was my first time seeing uh, like half of those bands, and so bullshit. I was like super stoked. I'm I'm the type of dude. dude those kids are, they killed are, like, it. Like, I was so 20s, surprised, though. man. Were, like, so surprised in the
1: scene right now.
2: Dude, I know. I remember looking over at my guitarist, and like when Spinebuster was playing, I looked <laughs> over like, holy shit, like. These kids look like they're, like, my little brother. Like, my little brother's 20 years old. And I'm like, dude, this is the same thing as, like, his little homies, like, making a band. And doing that band like so, that's so <laughs> dope, man. Yeah, shout out to those guys. Those guys are sick.
1: Yeah, all the people who played that show were all friends of mine. Like, <laughs> Q-Ball, those dudes are insane.
2: Oh, dude, that was probably my favorite band of the night, to be honest. Q-Ball me and my me and my band we we did like a little vote and we we're like who had the best set and we were yeah, like dude, we want to think that played, we had such uh, a good set and i was like nah right dude cue ball set show. was insane like, i
1: think it was uh, man i don't remember what day it was but they they played a, a small show at refuge skate uh, skate shop in dearborn and they drove like three hours out of, like and i texted them like literally a week prior they're like yeah we're down yep. they show up on time and they killed their set like it blew me away how good they were because like i never (laughs) listened to any of their music before before booking them and then seeing them live i'm like what the fuck did i just happen
2: yep they they sounded so like so tight and cohesive live that i i wasn't expecting that at all
1: trash talk and ceremony mixed into one
2: Yeah, dude, and I was trying to figure out like what kind of style that was because I'm into everything. Like I don't really discriminate on what kind of, like if it's hardcore, it's hardcore, that's awesome. Um, But man, when I was listening to them, I was like, it put me in like this weird position where I'm like, I kind of want to mosh. I kind of want to sit here and just watch them play their instruments because it's so good. Like the intensity that they brought was was really, really good. Like Like
1: I said, that was like my favorite show I've ever put on. It was actually the biggest show that I put on since actually since ever <laughs> dude. I'm, I'm glad that i could have been Hell yeah dude, that's guys so dope do we so happy we we're a part started. of it that man. Was, that's like, so the scary. biggest thing because i i listened to your demo like probably i don't know like maybe like eight months or something like or whenever your demo came out before the show i start i listened to it and i was like what the fuck this band is sick like where the fuck are they from
0: uh-huh
1: and and I had Randy. He told me that you guys were from Chicago, and I've always wanted to get you guys over here.
2: Hell yeah, man! That's so sick, man. It's it's so cool. Find like just the the community of hardcore is so dope. And like, I don't I don't know, man. Like people, I think take it for granted how sick the internet is for. Like hardcore in general because half the fans that we have or like people that listen to our music like they wouldn't even know who we are unless we like or if we didn't have anything online so like that's like with half the bands like that's how i find out about bands from even my area like i hear them online yeah, and i'm like yo this is dope." where are they is, from is oh 20 very, minutes away from me that's so sick. interesting
1: tool but it can also be like a downfall at the same time in my opinion like i mean Last like the last episode we were talking about this whole oh, trap 100 going on like where trap called out ice what was it ice tea
2: yeah
1: <laughs> it's like bro like why are you calling out a <laughs> like ice tea bud
2: oh man and and then not even that like after that then Danny
1: and you're like you hear what you just makes said, sense, and he's like yo up.
2: you need to chill out. That, like, the Danny Diablo, how he, like, got involved, and I was like, that's the worst person to try to argue with.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what we were saying.
2: Yeah, dude, it's, that guy's, like, he's got to be off something, man, it's, uh, it was strange, to say the least.
1: Bro, my man's is off his meds right now. 100. I don't know, like, that whole band is off the rocker right now, I feel like because i haven't heard anything from trap to, like the only song i know is headstrong by same them, and i never even was a huge fan of it <laughs> just i don't get it it's like they're they're getting they're getting egos over nothing
2: yeah and like they're granted that song i remember being in like middle school and that song like hitting on the radio and it was like everybody liked it and i was like cool like that's a good song but literally never heard another trap song in my life
0: that was like in every like action movie trailer like in the early 2000s dude is that like you're gonna see like a jet lee movie or a van diesel movie (laughs) most definitely was Strong playing in that 30 second
2: trailer (laughs) 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 oh it's so true man like anytime like back then you just like you hear the riff like at the beginning of the trailer and i'm like nah man
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah they, they I don't, I don't think I think they should just stop with Twi- uh, they should just get banned from Twitter and all the, all sorts of social networks. I think platforms. it's just
0: core team bornness. It's like let's just start shit, you know. Let's like drive up our streaming numbers.
2: <laughs> Who can we fuck with? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, they're they're pulling a nine right now.
0: <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> yeah. It's a marketing strategy I respect in 2020. For sure, for sure. I mean I, I know. when you have
2: twenty million plays on a song, like there's really no need for you to be doing that, but I mean, for them there is.
1: Like like Avery said, they're just bored, dude. Everybody's bored. Yep. But it's they like, just shows so- I
0: see as their victim. That was just funny.
2: <laughs> Out of everybody they could. <laughs> So I would have chose
1: well, like hardcore. Trying covers. to do anything, anything, else with uh with the, are you guys been practicing or anything?
2: Um, so we're they're writing guitars. We're we're kind of sending stuff over the internet. Um, I haven't seen them since our last show. At um, I think like one or two of them will get together. Um, you know, uh, my our two guitarists Tev and Tim are brothers, so they're always together. So they write our guitars most of the time. Sometimes Adam, our bassist, writes, um, but they send stuff to the group chat and I'm like, all right, cool. I'll piece together some, you know, lyrics for this. Um, and we're talking about practicing probably in the next couple weeks. Um, I'm not sure how, like how solid that is, but uh, yeah, we're just trying to keep it like, you know, just keep writing and writing. We're also writing for this other band that we have. Um, it's going to be called Black Forces. And uh, (laughs) yeah, it's uh, it's Tim and Tevin uh, playing guitar and bass. And then uh, Greg, our merch guy for Bo Vice, the big dude who looks like freaking King Kong. um, (laughs) He's going to be doing vocals and I'm going to be playing drums and that. So we're uh, we're sending some stuff over for that and hopefully record some of that, you know, within the next coming months. What kind of sound are we looking for in this new project? Oh man, that's gonna be like straight like old terror av like beat down like with Bovice we try to get it a little bit funky and stuff and they're this one they're like, No dude, this is just gonna be beat down. Like this is just yeah. gonna be like we want people to be like stabbing each other in the pit, oh, yeah, like only me heads in a pit. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like they're talking about like not making shirts and only making two X and up. Like they're idiots. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> only yeah, champion
2: those... hoodies. I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. It's
1: that, gonna be like a fucking blanket.
2: Yeah, basically. And they're like, "No, nah, man, we don't care. We're just gonna make them, and people will buy them." Damn. All right. <laughs>
1: they gotta copy one of those, man. But yeah, dude, man. so like I was yesterday, I was listening to the onto uh, your split with Hurt Piece, and that shit was wild. Like, I think my my favorite song on that is uh is Evil in Plain Sight. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that song, it, it like gets your blood pumping. I, I loved it,
2: dude. It's uh, man, when I heard those riffs, like after the demo. So like the demo was was awesome. I loved the riffs. They already have a lot of those riffs, like before they even asked me to be in the band for the demo. Um, and then just like kind of going around the country off of just a demo was dope. But once we started writing new songs, I was like, yo, like Tim and Tevin are insane because they have such different styles. Um, so for each, the demo and the split, they have each written two songs off each of those. And, um, you could hear the difference in sound, but like, I feel like with this new stuff that we had, um, Evil in Plain Sight was probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite song. Um, Fatal Fury as well. Those are my two, like, damn, like, when I listen to those, it makes me like, dude, like, my band is super talented. Like, the the guys in my band are super talented, and I'm so happy that they, like, you know, asked me to be with them.
1: Yeah, feel accomplished because at that show, I had my buddy, Brandon. He was running uh, his own merch table for uh, his his horror and gore on set.
2: Oh, yeah, I saw that
1: yeah you got he, uh, he actually is into you guys and uh he was like he was about to leave early then he heard you guys he's like yeah these, these guys are badass dude and he's a straight metal head like he he he's not a huge fan of hardcore at all
2: Ah, <laughs> yeah that's so sick man
1: yeah so he was like bro i i'm not a huge fan of, of hardcore or beatdown or anything but these guys are so good
2: dude that's so sick like, to yeah, hear dude, man why do you
1: think i booked them because i know they're good
2: it's the riffs man the metal riffs from uh from tim and tev they're insane
1: yeah yeah uh, and tev is in another band right
2: yeah they're both in another well yeah they're both in another band called um burden
1: yeah that's right and your drummer's in uh is in thieves
2: yep he's in thieves both of those bands are kind of thrashy like power violence style um but both of them are so good man
1: oh yeah no I, i've i been listening to thieves a lot and they oh my god they're so good dude
2: yeah and my sh- man these guys are so insane so um thieves played the night before our last show that we played which was our split release with her um they played the night before and i told adam my drummer i was like yo like I'm sore when I play drums like the day after I play drums like I'm not playing another show like for a couple of days unless I know I'm going on tour or whatever. He was like, dude, I'm so ready to just like play every day forever.
1: <laughs> he seems he seems like that that go getter kind of guy like that. He's like, like when everybody's like tired and like ready for bed. He's like, yo, guys, let's go out for a two mile run and let's go hit the protein, mm-hmm. um, the the protein bar and get some and get like some reps at the gym.
2: <laughs> dude totally him that's exactly him like we're all just sitting there and he's like come on guys let's go let's go like let's get this done let's get it let's write let's get this and i'm like "Bruh, like chill bro we're tired he's like no come on we gotta get it he's he's the dad of the band basically
1: <laughs> it's like come on kids it's time to get up for school <laughs> no i don't want to
2: oh yeah oh yeah we're all we're all lazy pieces of shit <laughs>
1: All right, so let's look at this uh, treatment that we have here. There's a few topics that we brought up last week that were really good topics that we ended up not getting recorded because of something. Avery, do you have the treatment up in front of you? Because I lost it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like disappearing like every 10 seconds. I'm like losing it. I'm about to bring it up. Yeah, I got I got mine too. So basically like right now in this episode, we're just like talking about going over like LDB and like lineup and every band was on LDB. And one of the things that we had on this treatment, um, our friend Bazon was at LDB and he overheard that magnitude stated that right now that hardcore was in a golden age. And we all want to discuss right now, is
2: it true or not true? Oh man, that's uh Yo, first of all, magnitude, one of the sickest hardcore. I just dropped some (laughs) money on some new merch. (laughs) So crazy, dude. That that uh I don't know, was it an EP or an LP LP that they put out? Yeah, dude. That thing, when I first heard it, I was like, God damn, like I did not expect that. But um as as for the golden age, I feel like there's oh man. So this it's weird because like I can say yes and like people would probably understand why, but then I could say no and people would probably understand why. Yeah, I think what we mentioned Uh,
0: earlier that like the reason, I think the reason why they say we're in the golden age because like the social network and how easy it is to like get around the country because how easy accessible your demo can be through like Bandcamp and all that stuff.
2: Definitely, definitely. That's, yeah, that's huge. And like um, when when I was younger, I mean like, and years old we didn't have, you know phones and stuff I like thought like yo my band if I recorded this in someone's garage millions of people and just like pop off super quick because somebody likes your stuff It's, I mean that's good yeah. for hardcore man
1: I you can- like going in and out yeah oh.
0: Oh, yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, bad, uh, what, era, what era of this was your band like the Mindspace era or like the, um, the whole like forms?
2: No, man. This was, uh, so I was 13. Um, I graduated. So I think this was like 2000. Yeah, it was a little bit before Mindspace. No, 2003. And. Um, a little bit before myspace so basically what we would do there was this um there was i was a freshman in high school and this kid would he like came up to me he was like oh dude like you play drums i heard you play drums and i was like yeah so we started like a census fail like type (laughs) band and then they were like nah screw that let's just go like straight punk um so we did that we never recorded anything but we played like shows at our school and uh yeah man it was it was cool while it lasted but uh yeah, have never recorded anything. I would have because, I mean, I listen to punk music, and I don't think punk music is supposed to be necessarily, like, super tight and, like, super yeah, producing good. Yeah, I always do, like, the hardcore like, demos. Shitty punk, than, punk bands like, are my favorite. Have finally got the money, <laughs> and
0: we have a good producer to make this shit sound good. Those albums never really yeah, sound like Yeah,
1: <laughs> the first uh, hardcore punk band I ever got into was Negative Approach. Yep. And... Like today, like today, like you can listen to Tied Down and you can tell that it's not like yeah. an actually like well done, re- recorded album. Like it's sa- it sounds good, but it doesn't sound perfect, you know what I mean? But it adds yep. that nostalgic effect to it.
2: Yep, I agree, man. And, um, that's what, like, a lot of that's why. A lot of people get mad at me that I say this, but like my favorite rotting out was with the old vocalist, like the with Mike, that rotting out. It was so like raw and more like I just feel like it was more like underground. It sounded. And that's my favorite rotting out. And when I tell people, they're like, oh, but, you know, this album, this album. And I'm like, yeah, that was good. Albums, yeah, album. Yeah, I like that grimy shit.
0: man." Yeah, I'm, I'm more of um, Walter <laughs> rotting out, though, but I can like most definitely understand that side of your opinion.
2: Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, Walter's got a good voice. Front, Walter's, man, like, you know,
0: a really good brings, front man. Like, I love and, uh, that version of Rodden out. Cause like, I've seen them live. So I know what it like, like feels like and looks like live. So it's like, go hand in hand.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I met Walter, the dude's a really nice dude. Um, what's funny is that they were like, that band was one of my favorite bands like 07, 08. And, um, right when they transitioned to having Walter do vocals, um, they came to Chicago to play and it was like terror, naysayer and rotting out or something like that. And uh, I got there cause I had just gotten out of work Right after Rotting Out played, and that's like the band because I had seen the rest of them before. That was that a band that I went so to AC, before. and I was walking right after they got finished playing. It was like
0: last year the headliner was Culture, it's um, the culture worst, Abuse, dude. and the supporting act was Dare. And I was trying my best. I had a Jaguar, so I was about going dude, like 100 miles per
1: hour on the highway. I was to so try to sad, make it. dude. The Dare pit for that show was not <laughs> like at all. Like there, like people were just there for Culture Abuse, but like. There were only, like, four kids, like, in the pit for for Dare. And it was, like – I was, like, what is going on? This band is hard as fuck, and they're not getting the reaction they deserve.
2: Yeah, man. It's uh, it's weird when, I like, you them. see that happening because Dare so – like, Dude, Dare is so is sick. They're like, one like of the, the cool Their, their
1: Nike rip-off man. shirt.
2: Yep. 100%, man. They have – they have some of the best merch. They have some of the like I love like just their style of music, like yeah, the way they put everything they, they, together they, they, and incorporate their all their influences. Influence, you can hear it, man. They're it's kind so of good. like
1: straight at hardcore influence. They're influenced a little bit of everything. Yeah, they're definitely like one of my favorite. Yeah, man. I love kind it. Kind of man. come out of where they're from. They're California. OC.
2: OC California. Yeah. California.
1: Yeah. Same with trash talk. Let's be honest now.
2: Man, Trash Talk was one of the bands like when I first got into like uh, faster thrashy stuff. I would like listen to Trash Talk all the time. This is like they were like my introduction into like the faster side of hardcore because I've always been like, dude, breakdowns for me. I just, dude, I used to get into fights at shows just because we would <laughs> so hard. And I was like some little like emo scene kid, like, in like high school but that would still go to shows and like beat the shit out of people and so like i've gotten into so many fights because of it and i feel like transitioning from like just wanting to listen to music with mostly breakdowns and like starting to listen to like faster like thrashier music Are you they were one of my favorite bands who've done that um dude i i would say that i i wouldn't say that i was I definitely loved deathcore at a point in my life, but it like, I was all over the place, man. Like, my dad brought me up on like punk music, like, freaking, I was, I heard about Minor Threat and like Bad Brains and shit when I was like seven or eight years old. Um, so he had me listening to that. I was listening to a lot of hip hop growing up. Like, my dad was a graffiti writer and stuff like that. So I grew up on a lot of like early 90s hip hop. Um, but then when I got to middle school, high school, I kind of got into new metal. Um, and then the new metal like I was into corn, so I was like, "Dude, chuggy stuff is so sick." And then I got into yeah, like most Alicia and like I heard like true aggressive
0: that. music was like John for a Cowboy, and I was like, "What is this shit? Like, I need more."
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, that band is so crazy! Uh, crazy story about that band. I saw them play. Um. They played at like this um, Eagles Hall over here, and I think it must have been like 2008 or nine or something like that. And the show was packed; it was like over capacity. (laughs) And some kid like got thrown through a window. They shut down
1: the show. Yeah,
2: dude, it was insane. Did
1: they shut down the show after that? What's up? Um, Damn, how how many songs did they get into? Yeah, oh yeah, I got thrown through the window.
2: Dude, I think it was, like, maybe four, maybe three or four. But, dude, that was, like – it was funny because I was just talking to oh, – I forgot who it was. Um, but they were telling me, like, that the promoter, like, literally once they stopped the show, the guy was like, oh, you better give me yeah. money for that. And he, like, literally gave him the money, like, <laughs> up front for it. <laughs> what year was this? All right. uh, yeah, it was nuts, man. Go on, Go on, Avery. Awesome. Gotcha.
0: I think our probably tour. Oh no, oh eight oh nine probably. It was like a weird tour.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yep, they were with Barrier
0: Dead. Oh my god. I can only imagine Chicago pits are scary. scary. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. The converge show was insane when we went onto that one.
0: Yeah, there's too many people that just go to the gym. That's, like, the only problem.
1: <laughs> no, dude, that's the yeah, Harm's man. Way pit. When we saw Harm's Way at the – what was it? The, the uh, <laughs> what theater was it? The... Do you remember, Avery? No, I fortunately
0: missed out on that show, but um, the Phoenix?
1: Oh, yeah, the Phoenix Theater? Yeah. Man, Harm's Way killed it at that show, the Knocked Loose and uh, Code Orange show.
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs>
1: Uh that was like that, that was oh, like such dude, a random day too. That like me and Avery spent like a whole day in Detroit like just like riding around and then we hit, see that Code Orange's uh set got rained out at what was it, Rock on the Range? Um, yeah. There, yeah. And they were like Um yeah, It was um with open okay, air festival. Uh, should we go? Yeah. Make that's my first trip to Chicago, driving ninety on the freeway, going to Chicago <laughs> at what was it like eleven o'clock at night?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. about that. About 9 o'clock, 10. Hell yeah. yeah dude. Was...
1: dude, the show yeah, started at, like, 10, what, oh, 11.30 man, so or something
0: good, like that? Man. But the more I think about it, I, like, smile so hard. Because I love, like, the first time i seen, like, the Chicago hardcore scene and the metal scene. it was just, like, good vibes everywhere. It's like, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, we
1: unfortunately missed Vane though.
2: Yeah. Dude, that band is really good. Um, I was so surprised. Like, I was sitting at home. My son was already knocked out, and um, I was debating. I was like, should I go? Should I wait? Like, I didn't know if I should go. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) I was called up my mom, and I was like, hey, like, can you watch Julian for the night? Because I got to go to this. Drove straight there, got in line. I loved that there was no online tickets, man. It was just like, like, you get there. You have to get there.
1: Yeah, Avery, we got there by the skin of our Yeah, and it sold guys.
2: out, which was insane. Yeah, I was, like, I was,
0: like standing, like, like around the block. And I'm, like, if I know anything about this type of shows, this shit is most definitely sold out. So I hope I'm in that spot to where I can still get in. <laughs> or I'm just getting in. I'm no, at but that it was point, crazy because it was, from, like, like, a $10 show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like, 10 bucks. But I was really like oh, yeah. that, like, Code Orange didn't oh, yeah. really like, play any of, like, like kind of, like, older stuff, like, off of I Am King
2: yep yep they played a lot of the newer stuff which i mean i don't i don't hate the new stuff i think it's really sick but man if i heard like anything else off i am king that that album really solidified them for me because i liked them when they were cold orange kids and like dude when i am king came out i was like yo i i'd seen them touring that record with um malfunction and someone else um, but they played in Chicago, and that was my first time seeing them. And I was just like, dude, I was blown away. Like, just their whole yeah. – everything on stage. I knew that was going to be on they top. were. Like, the little ambient music in the back. dude. Yeah. was fucking dope.
0: But, but that night at Chicago, though, you really had, like – Definitely. Which is, like, on top of hardcore right now. And Cold Orange was on top of hardcore. And it seemed like Knock got the bigger reaction out of Cold Orange. And I was so surprised because that was, like, telling you, like – who's going to like survive longer in this atmosphere because I think code orange, they're, they're trying to go somewhere else, like in a ma- in a metal atmosphere of things.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, they're definitely two different bands. Like they're not even just their style, but just the way they present themselves. Um, but
1: man, yeah, the, like, the reaction was that I've been Lee seeing was him since crazy, like two hundred
0: fifty cap venues. So like just to see him like go that far, I'm like, holy shit!
1: Yeah, I was like, it was, yeah, what was it like a thousand person capacity, eleven hundred? Bro, yeah, no, like it was crazy. Yep, was, we, I think it was eleven hundred. We saw them like back when uh, uh New Reality came out and. We saw them at L Club, and they didn't even sell out that, but it was packed. There was probably, like, what, probably close to 150 people there? Yeah. Roughly. Dude,
2: that, that to me is crazy because the first time I saw them, they were, like, it was the first time they ever came to Chicago. They played this little bar called uh, Grand Bar that um, this dude used to throw shows at. And um, there was literally, like, me – my ex-wife and like maybe 15 what? other people watching them and everybody else was just at the bar drinking
1: oh this was when they were kids? yeah
2: and they were dude they were young i remember watching them and i yeah man i think i i'm not sure what year it was i gotta go check uh i think i might have a flyer from it but um yeah man they were super they were super young and then once they started playing, I was just like, I looked at yeah. my ex and I was like, yo, like this band's going to be fucking huge. And like, I had their old demo in my car. I have one of their old t-shirts, oh, like their yeah. first the first t-shirt time, I think they made. I like, saw them when they were kids. dude, that band blew up a, crazy, a crazy, man. Like, I, I this love This is it. only
1: a three-band lineup. And they got the, one of the biggest reactions out of this show, knowing the lineup. They played with, it was them, Let Lit, and Every Time I Die.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude. What I I was like, I think seventeen. I think I was still in high. I was a senior in high school, and my buddy invited me to go last minute. Sold out, and everybody showed up for Code Orange, and I just remember shit popping off, dude. Like they got a huge reaction. I was like, "What is this? Like, I don't like." It was violent. Yeah, I think that was right
0: before Iron King dropped. Like they only had like two songs out for it. That's when like no, I think this is when their split
1: came out with Converge. All oh, this when I split, okay. Yeah, dude, it was a wild show. Wow. I also saw Andy fucking. Pick Yo, up that's some crazy. Man. Up his head and throw him into the pit. <laughs> On some WWE shit. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah.
2: You'll never see me yes. do that, man. I'm too. I'm too winded yeah, during no, my sets to ever do anything show, like that.
1: Because <laughs> those are all like some of my all-time favorite bands. Like Let Live has a special place in my heart.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that band is pretty good. Um, I was really into them when I was uh, younger. I got really into that like whole oh, kind dude. of style. Yes. Like I. Dude, Have Heart was always been one of my yeah, favorite bands. Yeah, that was bands. like the band that made like, me, like... That band it, changed like, a lot of hard shit for me, man. Kid. But I didn't know um, I was
0: listening to, like, hardcore music since, like, middle school until, like, Have Heart, which was odd. See, so, you know,
1: I went... I, when I went to see Have Heart, I was blown away by them. But will I ever... If they ever... Re, uh, I know this will never happen. Hypothetically, if they ever say they're going to play again, I will not go to a show because that show is so violent and so... Insane that I don't think I could ever survive another one. Yeah,
2: man, you went to the reunion was, show that they did? It, it was, it was no insane, shit, man. Especially I'm the second Day
1: because it was like it was 98 degrees out. There was over 10,000 people there. The stage was on an eighty degree slant, essentially, Jesus and like Christ, they man. Spent, That's it kept on shaking every time someone was getting on stage. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, it was like a man. mini That's festival. So dope, like, though. I bet that was one of the coolest things ever. Some, some Massachusetts band opened up, and then it was shipwreck, vain, uh, down to nothing, one step closer, anxious and a half heart
0: most definitely the game like the little homies Damn,
2: um man. a shot that's out a lineup right too
1: yeah the, and those bands are the on up and up and coming too like One Step closer like they're definitely going to be one of those bands that survive because they have they have that sound and they're young they have that oh, yeah. sound and they're young so that imagine them evolving down yep. the road
0: do you guys think the youth crew sound is dying and the um, beat down sound is taking over or there's like a balance?
2: I, agree. I think it died out for a while and I think it's coming back. And I, I don't think that it's really necessarily just like the youth crew sound. I feel like the, cause youth crew is a little bit more um, punk sounding. Um, and I feel like people are just getting back to their like punk roots lately. And I mean, I, I love it. Like violent situation. One of my favorite bands. Like, I don't know if you guys know who they are. They're, they're from California Are they're not together anymore, but that band, like I love that whole style of like, like more punk styled hardcore. Um, I love seeing people get back to that. That's why I like listening to like, (laughs) like they're so sick, man. Like anything that makes you you want to skate, I'm down. Yeah.
1: Same. Uh, What have you guys been listening to lately, like, music-wise? Like, lately, I picked up listening to Enemy Mind, which I think is fucking Hmm. sick. Ironically, Division
0: of Mind for me.
1: Division of Mind? (laughs) Yeah, Division of Mind.
0: like... Like, that album's so goddamn good to me. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, that band's really good. I've only listened they're to a couple lyrics. of songs after like, LP. I don't know how he can dude, like live.
0: It's like long it's like big word after big word.
2: <laughs> yep. And uh I've been listening to um dude, I listen to I'm I'm an old man, dude. I'm gonna be thirty one this year and so I like yeah. I listen to a lot of the cure. What's your favorite um, cure song, by the way? i yeah, I, I love The Cure, and, uh, I'll... oh, man. Yeah, most definitely um, Love Song's really good, <laughs> um, dude, they're so, like, literally, they have full albums that, I, like, I can listen to in full and just sing every song, um, but Love Song, to me, I don't know why, so when yeah, I heard that song oh, when I was man. a kid, man, it was just, Everything like, about the that Cure one stood perfect. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah man, and oh, that and uh, I've that, also that been Tyler listening the to crazy. the West Side Gun album, Pray for Paris. I think he ate Jolie and um gun on that track. <laughs>
1: you. Yeah, most
0: He definitely. did, bro.
1: He did. And I love Jolie, uh, but I man, his, um, Tyler went year. in. That was like my
0: favorite show this year that I saw was Griselda. Yeah, man. That, that...
2: <laughs> I'm jealous, man. That's one of my favorite like up and, like not they're not even up and coming, they've been out, but like, yeah, real shit. I'm just, like bro, they're, they're now getting I mean, the, rap rap's like, been boring for like two nerve. years now. Like ever since like six nine
0: went to jail, rap just got yeah, boring.
2: <laughs> 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 Yo, speaking of speaking oh, oh, yeah, of this dude, happen. did you see how many plays like, that motherfucker got on uh on YouTube yesterday? Entertainment is gonna happen. <laughs> bro, as it was like Yo, literally, he had like it came <laughs> out, insane. I think, like
0: around noon. Yeah. And by like eight or nine o'clock, it had like yeah, 20 I, million views. I on knew YouTube. he was gonna be a millionaire once he got out. He's really happy. He doesn't really have to be afraid of his life, but like he's he's
2: straight.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh yeah, he's straight forever. And everybody, man, here's the thing: everybody talks about like, oh, like somebody's gonna get him, he's a snitch, blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, half of the people that you know that you think are, like, tough dudes probably, like, have snitched on somebody. Not saying that it's right, because I think that's yeah, shit, real shit. Sure. and I'm, like, I'm I'm never going to be like, oh, let me call the cops on this, dude. But, like, a lot of the people talking, man, they're just fucking, like, kids who don't even know street shit or hood shit at all, and I'm just like, yo. Yeah, dude, rap went to a the weird that That's why
0: this. I just knew that as soon as um, 6 9 got out that, like, he's going to be a millionaire, he's going to have a hit song, he's going to be able to tour, like, Overseas, he's straight. <laughs> You're just gonna have like a bunch of rappers with their guns on Instagram saying, "I'm gonna oh, yeah, kill him." He's, straight. he's gonna be good. <laughs> 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 straight.
2: Oh yeah. And he's gonna go to every city, and nothing's gonna happen to him. Like I, I feel like he's gonna be able to go everywhere, and like nobody's, everybody's gonna be scared to like fuck with him not because he's <laughs> yes. hard, but just because like they don't want to get. How long like, is he supposed up. to
1: be in jail for? Before he got out?
2: He was supposed to do
0: life, but, like, that lawyer, he he did his job. He did. It. <laughs> and he got sentenced to, like, he did about three years. Yep.
1: Yeah, but then he get out early because of the coronavirus. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: like, he only spent, like, what? Like, I don't think he was even in there for a year yet, right?
0: I want to say. Okay, I say it was, like, two, a two, uh, year and a half.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been close to two years. Um, and yeah, he, he apparently he has asthma. Yeah, everyone is like with kind money of trying to use, like that use that to, get to shimmy his way um, out of there.
0: Martin Screlly, the um, the dude like brought like the AIDS medication. He's trying to get out. Um, Bernie um, Madoff, he was like some really? Wall Street dude with the Posse scheme shit. Yeah, he's trying to get out. Um, our mayor who did some corrupt shit back in yep. the day from um from Detroit, he's trying to get out. Everybody's trying to get out right now. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, Kwame is trying to get out.
1: That's insane. No,
2: oh yeah, yeah real shit. Well, if there's you know if about there's all any on time, the Black, man, Ronda if fans? there's any time, now's the time.
0: Oh, uh, like, like Big Meats. He was like, um, like he was like one of the biggest mm-hmm. like African American like um heroin like cartels like back in the early two thousands. But however, he might be getting out as well. Yeah, it's just crazy how many people are like trying to get out right now. and They're most definitely going to be getting nah. out. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, because it's it's crazy, man. The over here we have Cook County Jail that's in um that's in Chicago, and they were saying like the amount of cases that are in there now because like they're not they're not really helping them. They're all yeah. still together. They're all you know they're not social yeah, distancing. Yeah, we got there, like so, numerous reports um, coming they're out. They're saying, saying it's spot. becoming like they're a hot spot. About, for like that sixty now.
0: inmates got it, and um they're not really doing shit about it because they're afraid they're gonna get it. So,
2: Yep, it really yep. is. is—I is, just crazy, feel like man. this is like this part of like human some, like revolution. Awesome other shooter, right? Right? Right. Our yeah.
0: great grandparents had great depression. Like um, my grandparents had the civil rights. This is like part of our shit. We're gonna say, oh, remember that when that happened? That was like pre-COVID. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: pre yeah, Now we got, we got people rioting up at the Capitol. Yeah, oh, that
0: shit was major. Wow. That shit was wow. It's just like, wow, like,
1: why are you doing this?
0: They had dudes with AR 15s with titties on it, just like going straight up to the Capitol saying, like, we want this and that.
2: (laughs) Bro, okay. I know Real it's been shit, said already, yeah. but imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine if that was black and brown people yeah, walking yeah. up to the Capitol. They, they like had some Pepsi.
0: shit on them guns. Like, I was uh-huh. looking at those pictures and zooming in. They had scopes. True, they had, like, extendos. I was like, damn.
1: And they're not doing shit. Like, these are, like, I'm pretty sure yep. like, they had automatic weapons, too. Like, all of them were automatic.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and, like, and, like, the, yeah. like, oh, not, yeah. like what was this, two years ago at Pride Fest, like, that Nazis came to Detroit.
0: Yeah, that was like the weirdest shit to me because they told me, like, they come from like Kentucky. I was like, they really spent their gas money from Kentucky to Detroit just to scream at gay people? Get out of here. That's ridiculous. Come on, just think about that. <laughs> oh, man.
2: You it's like, man, like you
0: guys want to be so car, close to gay like, people that's for some really reason, huh? about.
1: It's like. <laughs> I, it's just like dumbfounded like how all this can happen it's like the police aren't doing anything about like escorting them
0: yeah because it's like yeah they're, if they're not like provoking like any violence they have like every right because it's like their freedom of speech <laughs> <You're real laughs> yeah shit. tell
2: that tell that to all the mexicans puerto Ricans, and black people in this country but, yeah, we live in
0: some wild times, but, like, I'm just taking it for what it is. And I'm just always remembering, like, DIY. You got to do everything yourself and be self-sustainable at the end of the day.
1: <laughs> and that's the way to do it. Like, all you can do is live at this yeah. point.
0: Yeah, real shit. Don't can get you- caught up in the climate of fear because that's what's really going to get you. This <laughs> is the climate of fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not good on my Spotify. It's like Jesus. This that's is why I gotta, like listening to this shit. <laughs> 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 I love meathead hardcore for some reason. That, that's a that's a meathead hardcore. You right think there. that's because we like like we like rap music, like us like probably like listen to, like J D. Kiss, and, like that. everybody from the youngers that that's why we love meathead hardcore because like goes head in head. <laughs> Yeah, I've been trying to explain that to people. I was like, "Yeah, Hell I love yeah. that like, exactly suburban, like, like hardcore it. like bands, but like I like people that like come from straight cities that have like potholes and shit, have like dollar like Dollar Generals." Avery, <laughs> did you did you get
1: your Three Need Deep album yet?
0: Um, no, they supposedly sent it out this Dude, week. Like,
1: because st- have you re listened to it yet? Yeah, I re listened to it,
0: but like I still Fire. come to the conclusion that like if this was not like on a hardcore label or if they were not like aligned with like hardcore people. This shit would have been, like, have so many jokes on the internet. <laughs> yeah, like, this is juggalo metal. What the fuck is this? <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. People would try to talk shit, definitely. I, yeah, exactly. But to me, dude, when I heard that shit, like, shout out to Dalton, like, that, when- I love the dude, transitions. Like that the shit album, had me, man, like, wanting really to punch my windows out while I was driving. Album. That was something that's been
0: missed. That's why um the Cold World album is so good because like the transitions, the samples. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: my Yo and God, uh, you yeah, put stay tuned for some of that <laughs> from Bowties. We got some Chicago shit coming too for that. Oh, <laughs> oh we got I'm we're gonna excited. put some house music on there. We're gonna What's put, your put some girl, fucking drill music on there. We got a lot of shit though. And uh, me. Fredo. My favorite drill yeah. rapper, My uh it had was, to be oh, Fredo. Oh, probably. Young Pappy, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, RIP. this energy was crazy. <laughs> young Pappy, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. The it's nuts, man. People don't get like that. That whole style. Yeah. Movie, um. Yeah. And, like, like UK. So, like so many people try to, to do that shit. I was uh, like crazy what they're doing with it. Yep, yep. I man, I don't even listen. I wish I listened to a lot more UK rappers and like just that whole yeah, thing. Like yeah, Skepta is as far as I go as UK rappers. Yeah, I don't really listen. I had that else.
0: to listen to it because like the way like
2: their slang is just
0: weird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And the only thing that got me to listen to Skepta yeah, yeah, yeah. like consistently was that song "Praise the Lord" with A. S. A. P. Rocky. Yeah, I think he's like a, a hybrid rapper. Like, he could sound American, yeah, not, he's not
0: like too like Cockney British. Because <laughs> yeah, like some of them Cockney British like yep. rappers, they just yep. sound like just saying like "anamana pia" through like the whole song, like "knock knock, knock knock." But yeah, shit. <laughs> That's fun.
2: let's see yeah man but i i definitely think that that like the whole thing of why we listen to meathead yeah. rap is like <laughs> growing up listening to onyx and to biggie and like people that are just like talking about beating the shit out of you like real that's shit that's what we grew like, up on like, so that's almost what like every like, hardcore song is like a
0: beat down song it's like this it's like the lyrics is like the same format as if it was like a 90s like new york song so like you want to be hardcore, like you can put that over like a dope ass riff and that shit was oh, so yeah. hard. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. What it's crazy that you say that because like with our with our new shit, um I'm taking uh, it's it's weird to try to explain it, but like a lot of old school hip hop like Man, bro, scenes, yeah, like one-liners like, and stuff, the they're gonna be incorporated
0: into some of the can, new like, bold take other elements.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, man. You're right now, I'm like
0: on death I, metal. I'm I, trying listen to to, like, I listen to hip hop more than I listen to death metal right now. That I missed out.
2: That's dope, man. Yeah, I, I for some reason just never got into death metal like that. Um, I got into like. I, just, I don't yeah, even know what people that's basically like, what
0: got me like Well, say like, is that Death Death like, like I like Sepultura. I like, appreciate Sepultura that is so crazy is like every band I listen to is like oh shit that's a Sepultura riff. Oh shit that's a Sepultura lyric. Oh shit that's a Sepultura drum solo. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, like I just <laughs> I think they need to be like appreciated yeah, man, more. I feel like sick. they're underappreciated.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Definitely underappreciated. And, like, it's so weird seeing the transition of, like, the stages of hardcore. Because, like, when you were in, like, oh seven oh eight, 08, there was a lot of, like, and a lot of, like, that Versus. emotional hardcore. That's our name. Modern much um, is War. <laughs> exa- exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean... Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Real
0: so, I, dude, that's such a cool name for the Who podcast. was the one who came, oh, so came up
1: with that? Was it you, Avery?
0: Um, it was Bazon, actually.
1: Shout out to for the dope ass name.
2: Yeah, that, when I when you told me or when I I think I don't even know if you told me about it. Oh yeah, you said it in
1: like <laughs> Amy, we get some text or something. For I was like, yeah. yo, that's Most super definitely. hard. I
0: laughed when I saw modern lunches war because I hated like high school lunches. I thought that was the worst. Except Bosco sticks, that was like my favorite. <laughs> Bosco sticks slap, dude. Yeah. Boston sticks and chocolate milk. That was like my go to in high school. Other things, I did not trust it. No, <laughs> oh, dude, it
1: looked like it was all pre made stuff like those lunchables except adult version, but it's all like artificial and processed.
2: So in my in my high school we had like in our lunchroom we had people like you could buy stuff. So like I would buy pizzas like every day and we had like little circled like Pan pizzas from this place from Chicago Damn. called Home Run Inn, and those pizzas were fire, bro, like fire, fire. So I would get hot chips, Damn. put it inside, did it give you like it, guys, guys like Chicago style pizzas? Up like a fucking taco and eat like that. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. No, so the Chicago style pizzas, like the like the deep dish, like gotcha. That that stuff is like for it's like occasion pizza. Like you go there when somebody's in town. But we yeah, we really fuck I, with I like the thin the DJ, crust, like thin like crust with a lot of it, cheese and toppings. Like I go home
0: and like, like put it in a microwave and eat the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bro, I literally yeah, have I some it. upstairs right now. <laughs> All right, uh, do you have any topics you want to bring up, Avery? Um,
0: I just like go over like the treatment
1: because I'm going over right now we've pretty much established a good a good amount of this stuff Julian do you have anything you want to uh bring up
2: um man just the fact that like um I've been, I've been seeing everybody I'm on Twitter and I see everybody posting like man if I like I just need to go to a show I need to go to a show like man I can't I can't do this. I just need to go to a show. And it just goes to show everybody that, like, when shows are happening in your town, like, man, you, you guys need to be heading out to those local shows, even if it's fucking all local bands. Like, that that shit yeah. keeps you going. That's and what keeps, like, our community thriving, is, like, supporting and, um, yeah, yeah, lot, people. And it sucks to see like that a lot of people don't go sometimes.
0: Because, like, they see, like, eight, five, six videos, and they just ain't, like, big-ass people just gonna start punching them in the forehead. <laughs> I can see how that can be intimidating but it's like just go that's all I can say just go
2: (laughs) okay so with with saying that this is something I I would love to talk about Um, so you said like it kind of scares people away from going for me growing up like with punk music being like fucking grimy and like not safe I don't think hardcore yeah, is like I always safe. believe like in if that, You're scared but to I think go like to a show because you're going to get hit like,
0: don't go. like Every time like, like I state that opinion, people are like, whoa, 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 stop, man. Everyone should like, enjoy themselves and things like that. I was like, what the fuck has happened? <laughs>
2: That's how I thought it was. Bro, hardcore, <laughs> hardcore is not for everybody. Yeah, but it some really people actually is. Enjoy like, hardcore everybody wants to make like it the, seem like that, but generally, it's like, not. They don't
1: go the shows because because of that aspect of them crowd killing, jumping off stage, like, just... Oh, yeah,
2: and and see, like, that's well, the definitely. thing, like, there's, there's the spots is in the almost zone. every venue where <laughs> you can stand somewhere where you're not going to get hit. Um. Yeah, exactly. So like there's, believe me, I go to shows, shows that I play and I won't mosh at all. And I'll stand like in an area and just watch the band like playing the whole time. So like when people say like, Oh, I don't want to go, cause I'm going to get hit. I'm like, you don't want to go because you don't want to Absolutely. go. Like, if you really well, wanted to go, you would be there and just stand in the COVID-19 back and watch.
1: And how, like, we have forced to social distance and everything. Venues are shut down. When these when the band is left on bars, do you think that, like, people are going to be weird? Like, not want to, like, get up on stage? Like, I know for a fact Face Rec called this because uh, the dude from Face Rec, he brings a second mic just because of germs. So I feel like he's becoming a trendsetter with all this happening.
2: Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, that taking precautions with that type of shit is, uh, it's smart. AJ, shout out AJ. He's one of the coolest guys. We actually stayed at uh, his house when we were in, uh, when we were out there in Philadelphia, we played, um, preserving hardcore last year and he let us stay at his crib. So shout out AJ. He's a really good guy. Um, yeah, man, that that's I mean, it's going to be kind of the norm to make sure that, you know, you're cleaning everything off and you're staying safe, you know, from here on out, like, like Avery said, yeah, like, definitely. it's going to be changing. Like, yeah, there's nothing that's going to stay the same. Everything's going to gonna change
1: now. We're going to look like a Japanese. Like, yeah, which I think dude, is kind <laughs> of dope. I love the way the, mask like masks look. I think everybody's look- going to want it. No, the, uh, the brand.
2: Like champion the brand or the band? I was like champion the band? What? <laughs> no, nah, man, that that's sick. Uh, there's a lot of cool bands that, and brands that are coming out what? with face masks. Like uh, my girl one? from California has the corn one. I know there's a and one I was like, yo, that's so there. sick. Yeah, it says corn on the side.
1: Uh, it's gonna become a collector's issue now it's like, yeah, wow, there has to be I haven't seen it yet masks and shit When the shows start coming back Dude, well are you, we're we're talking like, about we're actually designing
2: one, one right now <laughs> it's I think it's just gonna be a cloth one, <laughs> but like I mean, the design I- we have for it is so ignorant, it's so stupid. <laughs> So I, I, I don't know so, if you've yeah. ever seen Tevin. Uh, did he wear his uh his Gucci do-rag when he was playing us that show? And Yeah, so we're going to do something sick, like that. Dude. But instead of the Gucci print, where the G's are, is going to be the little bomber man.
1: Dude, I'm stoked. I can't wait for you guys to, yeah, we're we're to do that. Yeah, we're going to try to do that. That shit's going to be tight.
2: Yeah, we're man, we're such idiots, man. We're just like, nah, oh, dude, dude, we have an idea, let's print it. Like, let's see what Bangor has. We don't like care, we don't own care at <laughs> all. Oh man, it's that when bands have really good merch, it's like it's so sick to see because, like, you think about um, like when people like. That I'm a very visual guy, so when I'm walking down the street and I see like a yeah, guy wearing shit, a band real, shirt, real, and real if shit. the band shirt looks yeah, cool, it's, it's I'll be like, like "Never heard really of really them? Let me look him up."
1: And like you're trying to, uh, to get your band name out there, making that shirt, that fire shirt design is is key to your success. Yeah. Like like Bow merch, dude. Like it's like sick designs. Hell yeah! Like the hell hoodie yeah. I thought was fire. Like the the split EP, uh, merch was sick.
2: Yeah, dude, that, the, I don't even know who designed, oh, I think Chris from Herpes actually designed it, Um, it, but yeah, dude, I I have the hoodie, and I rock it all the time, (laughs) no shame whatsoever. Dude, they're, they're the, it's it's the comfiest hoodie I've ever worn, it's so comfy. Yeah, no, man, it's, that band, shout out Herpes, dude, that band is insane, like, fuck man we played with them at our last uh our last show uh the split release show and like they shut it down man like crazy crazy yeah them in penitentiary um rest in peace chris chris the drummer from penitentiary passed away um last week and that you know we love that dude and that band is fucking crazy they played that show too and they shut it down too. It was fucking like everybody that played that show, to it. Butcher's Dozen too. They shut it down. That shit was nuts, and it was in a basement.
1: Oh, so you guys had a pretty good, re- a pretty um, good turnout then.
2: Maybe like 40, 40 or fifty. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was it was dope, man. I did not expect it to get that much. Uh, I didn't expect that pe- that many people to go. We were just like, "Yo, fuck it, let's bring out our homies from out of town." Yeah, that and, number like, of just kind of play like, like a little like homie show, and like, and like a bunch of people. That's like it
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's like you bring your homies, I will bring my homies, and it'll all just be a yep. bunch of homies.
2: Oh yeah, it that's that's it, man. And it was it was so fun. It got rowdy in there Ow. during penitentiary. Sounds Somebody like punched hurts. out the light bulb <laughs> in there yeah dude i saw him he was swinging back and he punched it like he punched through it while while moshing and i was like "Like that that must have hurt
1: like like, cut your shit
2: oh yeah i don't know like i didn't see any blood or anything it was just like glass everywhere and shout out to that perp i forgot the person who runs empty bliss but um yeah, they were like, no, 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 it's cool. Like, We're going to go. Like, We'll get another one. And they put a new one in there, and it was like nothing. Like, yeah. They didn't care. So what I was the like, last Yo, show so you sick. went
1: to um, be- before all this happened? Ooh, last show that
2: I went to. Pretty sure it was that show, because that was like middle, or that was the beginning of March, so like not too long after that this shit happened already. Like it was probably like 2 weeks after that that um that like covid hit and yeah, kind of shut down everything
0: so Avery it was our we it was our last at, show at, with, our, uh, our with last Arps. show was the
1: sanction show last met sanction show oh yeah i was Oof. very unprepared for that
2: dude that band is fucking insane too yeah they uh i remember hearing uh the Infringement of God's Plan when it first came out. And it got, it got I freaked so out because I was like, was there like are bands this heavy. Throwing 120
1: right. people into a small crazy, uh, dive bar and have five uh, big up-and-coming hardcore bands come on um, play. People were diving off the fucking bar. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's amazing, dude i love shows yeah, like that man Cowboy, where you just don't even need expect the way, rowdy and it comes and you're are. just like oh, oh my god
1: yeah they they are wild that band is so they, like, good just their man. sound in general is just like crazy yep
2: yeah, I'm not like I've never seen them, but just watching videos of them, I'm like, yeah, the, uh, the on YouTube and shit today. like that. I'm like, she yo, was, like, I need to all see them
1: like soon. the entire night throwing down in the pit for every band.
0: Yeah, I saw.
1: Hey, I, I saw I'm the punchdown really like, awesome like, yeah. that's, that's the
2: way it should be, man.
1: <laughs> I get winded really easily. <laughs>
2: that's how i am so like i don't usually mosh i don't usually mosh for any other bands whenever like i'm playing a show and i always go up to them and tell them like <laughs> i didn't mosh today i'm fat and i won't be able to like yeah, walk favorite, for myself favorite,
1: i've only seen you throw it out a few times and you threw it and i seen you yeah, throw it out so during sanction was like the was like one of the my favorite things that happened that night.
0: That was like a 10-second throw. And I don't know what I did, but rock on. <laughs> I don't
1: know. You were like, dude, you were like – it looked like you were about to, like, start walking on heads. Like, because you, you're a very tall dude, and you kicking it just looks dangerous. <laughs> es- especially in that small-ass room.
0: Oh, yeah, it, it sucks being six Hell more no, trying to get in a pit in a small room. It's like, I'm going to hit something. <laughs>
1: yeah, Shout-out to you for, uh, for, uh, for getting out that – Getting my back on that guy who was like being a dickhead.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's like we like that. Of course, you're gonna get one dickhead at the show it, it, with this like an essential sold out bar show. You're gonna have that one dickhead.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. That was like the last show before the lockdown.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we, I could go out with a bang on that one because like I had I had so many shows planned. That were I was so excited for, like the Disappeared Show. They're they're from Indiana, and I fucking love them. Same with Bull Cult from Chicago.
2: Yeah, that band's sick.
1: And I was gonna have a bunch of my friends play. Oh man, who was on that lineup? Uh, yep. Oh, uh, Dick Hickey was supposed to play. They were supposed to do a reunion show for that show, and it was. They're just like a kind of like a just like an old school punk band from Detroit. Okay. Yeah, it was a, it was gonna be a wild show, and I had to cancel Frat Fest, which I was really stoked. That's on. dope,
2: man. Yeah, man, it's it sucks, man. Especially like for everybody that's a promoter. Like, there's there's stuff that we had planned, um, you know, with with it, it was gonna be probably one of our biggest shows ever, and uh, yeah, that kind of it didn't happen. Um, what and show was sucks, that? It sucks, man. It was supposed to happen what, what show was last that? weekend. Yeah, it was supposed to happen last weekend. What's up? Um, I I'm not even sure if I could announce what it is because I don't know if it's ever gonna happen. I don't know if the promoter like it wants to just reschedule it. But it was a it was a show. It was like um some bands from like across the country were about to come out here and uh we just got asked to play and then once we got asked to play, it was like, "Wait, were you supposed to play a month the before?" So and supposed then to all this shit. Week, right? hit. We were just like, "Dude, are you serious?" Like, "Yeah, dude, got you." Okay. It was supposed to happen last week. We weren't gonna play the fest though. Yeah, that that lineup up. Was- with yeah. <laughs> but it was it I was based so around.
1: that on that one.
0: Oh, uh, same. Me, King Nine, like King Nine, became like yeah. one of my favorite, like, um, current hardcore bands. Oh, dude, Fuck, King yeah. Nine is so sick. Yeah, it, it just like reminds me of why I got Yeah, that band her, and like the new. Band is violence,
2: bro. <laughs> oh yeah, and I feel like I feel like they have like they have this thing about them where like real shit. If you go see K 9 <laughs> oh, like, you're he, like tells <laughs> people like you're scared to go see one see of their shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
1: like I. I... I've never seen King Nine before. but I can, oh, only, yeah. I can only imagine like going to it's their funny. show and just like it just so they're being violent. blood on the floor. As soon as the
0: song Art of War drops, it, oh man, it gets crazy violent. <laughs> oh my god!
2: Oh my god! Hell yeah! Well, dude, um, so yeah. yeah, I went to a show. Have uh, you guys ever heard of that band from Colorado called Chain of Torment? So they played out here um a little bit before the the lockdown and they played with um this band called bad blood from chicago and um that like venue went like literally i had never seen a show like that scary literally People were grabbing people's heads and literally bashing them against the wall. <laughs> there were people getting front flipped into. Like there was chaos in every which way you looked, and I remember just getting kicked in my face, kicked in the back of my head, and I'm just and there wasn't that many people. Like everybody was looking for somebody to beat the shit out of the Why whole time. Why is that sound so fun, <laughs> dude? It was it was nuts. I I haven't been scared like that for a show in so long um but yeah dude they they killed that because you know body bag chicago bad blood chicago so um that shit just went off dude it was fucking nuts man
0: so many yeah, last shows year so when happened. we saw
2: um world of
0: pain last set uh, in toledo that shit was crazy oh that
1: show is gnarly with a year of the knife
2: oh my gosh! shout out year of the knife uh their dude, uh, Brandon, did our demo, um, or oh, not our demo, our Metal Slugs t shirt, really? the design. Yeah, that was his. Damn, sure. Yeah, that band is yeah, fucking they, tight. Yeah, They man. were supposed to play
1: Ottawa Tavern, like, I think, like, what was it, last weekend, or was it this weekend?
0: Oh, it was supposed to be last weekend. It was an on-never-ending um, game show?
1: Yeah, with Crime Wave. Ooh. Damn. Yo, shout out Crime Wave. Those are the homies. Oh, yeah, no, they just, yeah. they just dropped their what is it their ep like a, a few months ago this one yeah so Did hard you, i saw them play uh the first time i saw them was with red death and man, my god they are so good live oh um, yeah they're super good live yeah like it, it blows me away because i because i've i've known about dusty for a long time but i never knew he was like i never knew he was trying to get into a band what? like it was just like that band just came out of nowhere
2: yeah, and uh, that, like, I didn't know what to expect when I first heard about them. And I was just like, let me check this out, like, not really thinking, like, yo, I'm not going to get overhyped about them, because, like, I don't know, I just, I try not to get myself too hyped about new bands, because then if they let me down, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, what the fuck, you know, yeah. like, so I listened to them, and I was so pre- pleasantly surprised, man, that band is so oh, good.
1: Oh, yeah. There. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, they're good, and they're good dudes too.
2: Yeah, they're super nice guys.
1: All right, so Avery, is that about it? All we have left for today?
0: Yeah, we can end it right there.
1: All right. Well, this is Modern Lunch Thank you, Julian, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure talking no to problem, you about man. everything. You have amazing views on the hardcore scene.
2: Thanks, man. You guys as well. Thanks for having me on here. I appreciate all it. Right. Definitely.
1: Everybody, stay safe out there. It's it's dark times, but we are all in this together. At the end of the day,
2: <laughs> All
1: right, have a good, have a good rest of the day, guys.